Hello and welcome to Flip Flop Era, a podcast brought to you by unqualified individuals about miscellaneous topics that the general populace likely does not care about. Here at FFE, or Fee, we know what it's like to be in a flop era. And for those of you who are not aware of the cultural semantics of this phrase, <laughs> improve your reading comprehension because it's pretty self-explanatory. But as I was saying, we're all about flipping the flop era. So thanks for joining us on this journey. Bestie! You might be in the flop era, but we're here to flip it. What up, swashbucklers? Welcome to Hawk Girl Summer. <laughs> I'm currently eating some dried mango. Nom, 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 nom. And I think the life is just really going, taking an uphill turn for everyone, you know? Mm-hmm. The weather's getting warmer for us at least. Super nice. Um, um, mangoes are great. Ezra Pros- Miller's doing a lot for Hawaii. <laughs> Prospect of the future has brightened for, for some of us My here. Pros- my future has, um, you know, maybe God does exist. <laughs> I think the power of manifestation has been proven uh, in several okay, ways. Okay, let me tell you that I won't go, go into specifics. However, there were certain outcomes that I really wanted in my life. So I did manifestation circles. And that entailed me gathering all my family members, us holding hands and staying in a circle, and chanting the thing that I wanted. <laughs> in a semi-ironic way. It's semi-ironic, but like I kind of meant it. I was a little pretty serious. And I only did it for one certain outcome that I was hoping for. And... Out of all the other outcomes that were possibilities, none of them came through except for the one I did the manifestation circle for. Well, it could come through for something else too. But yes, for the but primary- like the one I really wanted, like that the manif- I believe in manifestation circles is a moral story. So that's if you ever really want something in life, I wish you to gather everyone you hold near and dear to your heart, hold hands, stand in a circle, and just chant. Yes, my favorite. Bollywood movie, Om Shanti Om, taught me that at a young age. Actually, I mean, relative, they know where this is now. <laughs> um, hey, I watched it in my global cinema class. It is pretty widespread in its reach at this point. All cool boys, put your hands <laughs> up and say, Om Shanti Om. I feel like that's the most iconic, if you know what we're talking about. I like a very iconic scene, because there's no plot in that scene. That's fair. For the Wongi the Wongi. They're just, it's just celebrities walking, and they break the fourth wall. It's just celebrities I walking. like that. I really enjoyed the Because there's of no the purpose wall. to it, except just, like, seeing celebrities. It's like the Met Gala in a movie. Yeah, literally. But, like, it's pretty crazy, though. Except as one kid once said, the Meat Gala. Sorry, gala. the Meat Gala. Meat Gala. Like, okay. okay, Gala Gala. Did you say gala apple? Yeah, I'm gala, sorry. I'm sorry you can hear me chewing my mango. Gala, gala, gala apple. Gala. I say gala. Yeah, gala apple. It rolls off the tongue when gala. Yeah. Oh, as I was saying about my Ezra Miller content. I mean, comment. <laughs> I mean, comment. Thus. There okay. was a viral tweet that I had recently retweeted on our Flip Flop Era account, but I think it got deleted. Oh. And, like, now it's not present. It was a hot take, I guess. Well, okay. it was funny. Well, you guys know, like, what Ezra Miller has been doing. You know, they've been wreaking havoc, wreaking on, the havoc island of on the poor islands uh, of Hawaii. 
Um, they've been, you know, throwing chairs at people for singing shallow. Um, you know, just spitting on people. Just throwing know. darts. Throwing darts. Sorry. Maybe also robbing they, some people. Did they also spit they were on staying? someone? They were, yeah, robbing people. They were staying. Were with? all of their actions justified? Me? Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. <laughs> um, you know, just you know, really entering their villain arc. Really being a rambunctious little lad, if you know what I mean. Um, as they said, <laughs> Stitch. <laughs> I don't... What? I don't know. No, what? Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch. I, I forgot oh, what the line She's was. trying to quote a tweet. Yeah, I can't. I have a bad memory. Oh, okay, like, like, pulling like, Leo and Stitch, like, endeavors, like, wreaking out. Oh, yeah, something wreaking the, havoc you, you across get it. away. You know, like, the, the Stitch ride in, um, Disney. It's actually kind of scary, to be honest. I was frightened. Have I been on it? Yeah. Remember, like, all in a room around, like, there were just seats. It's kind of like a big, like, not an auditorium, but it's like a, it's like a room and it's like seats, 360 degrees, mm-hmm. and it's like... Stitching that glass tube like in the oh, center. That actually, it's any like he comes and out. Yeah, of it. he's like coming and he's like. <laughs> it is that is kind of scary. That one and the um the ride at Universal where you're like um soaring. Soaring is soaring is Disney. It is Disney. Yeah. That one also kind of scared me. You like soaring? I was. Like, I, I was more scared. I think soaring. the first time I went on it, I was pretty scared. But then after, also the first Harry Potter ride where the spiders come up and spit water at you. Oh, yeah. that surprisingly, I, I enjoyed. I was not very. Uh, coming from a person who's scared of the hippogriff ride, that is fast. Anyway, they say twenty five miles per hour, bro. Th- look, how do have you been in a car that's going twenty five miles per hour before? You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like actually fast. I enjoyed it, but anyway, it's as fast. I was saying, Ezra Miller being rambunctious. Um. And there was a hot take that was, um, did you come up with it? What? What you said at the mall? No, 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 that was the tweet that got deleted. Oh, that was the tweet. Okay, 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 okay yes. It's coming back to me now. Basically, because you know how, like, you shouldn't be visiting Hawaii that much because it's just kind of, like, tourism is just kind of ruining the island. Because I think tourists are, like, brought a lot of COVID. And then I think, too, I read this thing that said, like, um, like, Native Hawaiians are getting fined, like, $500, I don't know, or something crazy like that because of, like, the influx of tourists, like, uh, are, like, straining the water supply and stuff like that. It's crazy. So it's just, like, if you're thinking about going to Hawaii, maybe don't. <laughs> um, but but the take was that <laughs> maybe <laughs> what Ezra Miller is doing is actually targeting the tourists to... Get them away from a visiting Hawaii and just kind of clearing of them coming. I can't speak anymore. Clearing the tourists from Hawaii and leaving the indigenous people or like native Hawaiians alone to save the island. And frankly, wait, is it disincentivized? Yes, I was like disincentivized. More of the story. Ezra Miller is either on their villain arc or their social justice warrior arc. Pick taking it. one for the team. Taking one for the team. <laughs> well, what do you guys think? We don't advocate for violence. No. However. But if someone started <laughs> singing Shallow at karaoke, I'd too throw a chair at them. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's a joke. We don't advocate for what violence. What chairs are at karaoke? Call. They're at, they're couches. Yeah, they're usually couches. I don't yeah, what, know. like, bar stools <laughs> in the middle of a karaoke room? <laughs> maybe maybe it was, like, an open floor plan. <laughs> Very feng shui. <laughs> Well, I guess that's our collective flea-op, because if they are doing it to protect the, you know, rights and liberties 
of the Hawaiian people, then... I'm all for it. Well, I don't advocate for violence yet again. I, well, the method, you know, good idea, bad execution. Exactly. However, if uh, they are just on their villain arc, you know, maybe, I guess it's a flop. It's the flop. So it's a But I, I did find that there are so many funny tweets because <laughs> they're like at a party, like at a social gathering, as like, really discussing with some group, and then the camera pans to like the <laughs> other side of like this venue, and there's a TV arrest on the which is really weird. They're just okay. Ezra Miller also looks like Joanne the scammer. I. <laughs> I. I'm so sorry. I can't wait to listen to that back. It's a bubble in my throat. I'm so embarrassed. That was so funny. Um, I I was a huge Ezra Miller. Stand I mean, yeah. Growing up, I think because like I was really enamored by their long hair and i was like they're so quirky and different and just so oh because they also wear red lipstick a lot and that like i feel like they just had like a impact statement about their face that was just like wow is there another very beautiful person like i don't think anybody can dispute that but they don't um what was i saying <laughs> i think we lost the plot just like the plot of The Flash was unfortunately lost um, through the passage of time. Speaking of The Flash, Dylan O'Brien as It's the literally Flash. a Screen Rant article that's like, oh, they're considering it. They're like, hello, does Dylan O'Brien know this? <laughs> but like, okay, I used to be really into The Flash CW. Oh, I saw a tweet. This is literally just becoming like us recounting tweets. Oh yes, we um, read good tweets. Um, <laughs> there was this tweet that was like, "CW is canceling all of its other shows yeah. to be able to put the Riverdale actors on the moon for the next season." They got rid of Dynasty. They got rid of like. Were any of these shows doing well though? I mean, I don't know, but I feel like Dynasty is probably on Netflix because uh, Elizabeth Gillies is in that. Oh, one. I love Lizzie. Well, that, it's like pretty long running. Oh wait, Dynasty. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. Okay, they got rid of her show. What yeah. Is she, she doesn't. Oh, what's she gonna do now? What else did they get rid of? They got rid of a lot of like those um, uh, like spin-off Legends of Tomorrow and those types. Apparently, of that one was supposed to be good. I watched the first episode of it when it first came out, and that was it. I saw. I don't know if this was this show, but there was like a video of like Gorilla Grodd, like. Wreaking havoc somewhere. Was it CGI'd? <laughs> yeah, it was. Was it a good CGI'd gorilla? No. Oh, that's No, I actually I don't even remember. I don't know what the actual joke was. Okay, this is like us reading or recounting tweets and absolutely butchering the plot. So, um, let's 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 focus. We did our collective flea op. What is your personal flip and flop? Personal flip and flop. My personal flip, as we said, was manifestation. You know, just really mm. projecting good um, energy into the universe, and eventually that will be reflected back onto you. Wow. Um, thus, guys, if you're ever going through any hardships in life, just remember that if you think about good things enough, you'll get out of them. Whether it be financial problems. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this kidding. is becoming a... <laughs> this is becoming satirical, I promise. My flop? Ooh. 
try not to focus on the negatives too much anymore, you know? My oh. flop was my AP physics exam. Screw you, College Board. Nonprofit, and for what? I paid like 150 for each exam. Are you kidding me? The well, nonprofit doesn't necessarily mean that it's not collecting a profit. That's so upsetting. Well, society. I don't actually have a flip in a flop. I have another personal flop. I could talk for hours about a little life and oh, the personal a... trauma that it has inflicted upon me. This is a book. Over... Yeah, it's a book. It came out, I think, in 2015. There was a point, I think, during early pandemic where a lot of people Why were Why like, didn't you look at your watch? Oh, okay. You got a notification. It look... Okay. They were like, early pandemic looks at watch. <laughs> no. I got a buzz buzz. Okay. And there were... On Twitter, there'd always be, like, people with their, like, tear-stained pages. So I already knew that this book was, like, very sad and upsetting. But as you know, I only recently got back into reading. And I knew this was going to be a tiresome journey. And I still pursued it. I timed it with a trip to a not-so-happy place. So... You can state the place. No, no, I'm not going to, like, bring bad tourism, you know, vibes to the place. You know, every city deserves its people, okay? Um, Let's just say it rains. But what I'm trying to get at is that, what am I trying to say? Oh my god, this book is so sad and upsetting. It is beautifully written, and I think the prose is just very eloquent. Like, I was able to just, like, read through it so fast. It was definitely very engaging, um, and, and I think it describes emotions in a way that really resonated with me overall, but just the amount of pain inflicted upon one poor character is just... A bit too much. So I guess it's my flea up because while it is a beautiful book, I will never read it again. Nor will I ever recommend it to anyone and never ever. Um and that's a warning to you, our relatives. Um, I have to talk about a book I read as well called Pachinko. I finished it today and I started crying in calc. <laughs> I started reading it mid-February and I finished it now. So unfortunately, not a quick read. It made me very upset every time I opened the book. But like, it's also like, I think the thing is with like, I think the difference between Pachinko and A Little Life, which is both essentially just about trauma unfolding again and again with no break in between. Um, I feel like, I don't know, I've never read A Little Life, but I feel like A Little Life like says like, this is really bad. This is like so sad. I don't know. Like, when, like, something bad occurs, it's, like, emphasized that that's, like, a very traumatic thing or whatever. But in Pachinko, it's, like, oh, yeah, like, all these horrible things are unfolding, but, you know, another day in the life for the Kim family, you know? But I feel like that's also the same way, really? though. It's kind of just, like, oh, I'm so used to bad things happening. Yeah. Like, what's new? <laughs> and it's, like, the way it's written, there was this line at the end where she's, like, this is not a spoiler. A woman is talking about a dead family member and she's like the pain like the the sharp edges of the pain had softened like sea glass and i was like <laughs> no a line in the book at the when i finished little life i literally took a pen and underlined it because i was like this is just really speaking really to me. yeah i i yeah i feel like i have become a lot more you know emotional i think if you're a person with like okay i feel like i've always been well okay I've become a lot more empathetic with age, I feel. And I feel like this will become an empath over time. Yeah, I, I think this book has really propelled me into, like, that empath stratosphere. Not that I'm trying to, like, you know, solve everybody's problems or anything. I'm an empath. But, no, I, I... Yeah, I'm sorry. I feel like a fool. But this book has 
you know, opened a chakra, to be honest. Moral of the story, both of you, like, read, like, manga after this? Like, no, no, and apparently I picked the wrong issue of Jujutsu to read, so please wish me luck. Well, I'm gonna read... Okay, guys, tell me, should I read... Yeah, don't read Banana Fish, then. Oh, yeah, I got... I have the manga the uh, for Banana Fish, the manga for when Dorohedoro, like, when the first season of the anime ended, like, where it leaves off, I got the manga for that volume, and then I got the one for the first one of Jojo, like Jojo's Bizarre Adventures. So tell me if I should do Dodo Hidoro or Jojo next. I might I think Jojo. Dodo Hidoro? No, Jojo. Dodo Hidoro is like sad, but like it makes me laugh because he's a crocodile, you know? I guess. Killer crocodile. It's very, it's very um slapstick comedy. Well, this has been, you know, nice. And I hope you all are doing well. Why are you like getting up? We're also sitting on the floor right now. My butt kind of hurts. Remember our episode, an early episode in the closet? That Those were like so warm. It was like yeah, we're actually we're approaching our one year anniversary. Are we actually? Yeah, I think in June we'll hit it. Wait, that's crazy. That is crazy. This is episode twenty five. That's like a quarterly twenty five episodes throughout a year. Quarterly crisis. We Guys, very inconsistent. This podcast has reached its quarter life crisis. Um, well, as you know... And I think the only thing that can stop it from having a full-on Joker, Joker snap is you sending more listeners. Yeah, exactly. Guys, I mean, we're not making... We're not making any money off this podcast. So if you're like, oh, eat the rich, whatever, let's not give any money to the corporations, please. We're just two lads sitting on hard wooden floors, just trying to entertain the masses. We have nothing to our name. We just want your happiness. Okay? We just want everyone to We don't even need any money. We're just asking for, like, your attention and you to tell five other people. Who can tell five other people? You could tell five other people that, like, we're great. We're great, and our happiness is your happiness. We just want that five stars. Put it on the Apple Podcast. Put it on the Spotify, man. That's all we're asking. I put so much freaking effort into our banner for this podcast. (laughs) You have noticed these recent episodes have not been scripted, and... Frankly, what we might be saying to you is off-putting. I wonder how it's like we're going to like watch like the very first episode of our podcast, the most recent, because the first one, my God, relative over here scripted it so hard, and like I tried to like improv a couple <laughs> funny lines in there, and they would literally stop it and yell at me and be like, "You can't go off script," and I continue it. I remember that one was just when I was screaming. Roman's revenge into the mic. That was the entire first episode. Me going rah, rah, like a dungeon dragon. Oh, what a trip down memory lane we've had. We should have a uh, recap episode where we talk about our favorite parts. <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna end it now. As you know, we've always been doing this for the clout. Well, the, so the clout, clout means your happiness in our lingo. Um, whatever, whatever. Um, stream that that by Psy featuring Shuga. I like its cowboy bebop vibes. Uh, cowboy bebop is progressing quite well. Un- unexpectedly good song, Love Dive by Ive. Did not think I'd like that song. I really did. It was cool. It's about Narcissus. Okay, bye. Bye. You might be in love.